K-Bubs, this is Cal Dodd. You're now listening to Geek Vibes Live. Hello, one and all. Thank you for listening to another enticing interview from Geek Vibes Live. I'm here with Kanan. Hey, Kanan, what's up, man? Not much. How's everybody doing tonight? I think the Geek Vibes Nation is doing good, listening in for a very special interview. Uh, Guys, tonight we have Mr. Jason Inman, and I am very excited to have him on the show as I try to do this effect very horribly, the wow effect. Wow! Uh, that was so delayed. Anyways, but it doesn't matter. We got Jason Emmett on the phone, so I just want to introduce Jason. How are you doing, man? Sorry for good, yelling at you. Good, Thank you. No, it's all good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Um, I'm very geeked up on coffee because I've been working all day. So um, I'm, I'm enjoying me the too. fact that I can hang out. It. Yeah, you know, you just got to get to your Starbucks and uh, get your triple lattes and, and, and uh, whatnot. But, um, hey, man, um, how's it going? Um, I'm a big fan of yours from uh, stuff I've seen you on between uh, DCL Access with Tiffany Smith. And then I remember the first time I saw you was on the uh, Arrow After Show. I think John Campio had one before Collider. But I remember one of those shows, yeah. like the first time. I realized this man's a sweaty because you were the one that they went to for knowledge. Um and I've, I've, in my group of friends, actually, like the ones that know comics, I'm usually like, they want to like make sure for me, like, is that supposed to happen? Like, yes, actually, yeah, it happens in comic books. But it was very cool to see that your knowledge, uh, the amount of it that you had for comics. So we're both sweaties. Obviously, Kane is also sweaty. Um, that's actually a good question that I was going to ask you. Um, what's it like working within your group of people uh, between the Collider guys, the the uh, Screen Junkies? You know, it's, it seems like you guys all have separate things, but you guys all are in the same community, and it's it's amazing for a multimedia-style concept of seeing you guys trade off on all shows. I'm a big fan of, of everyone that you work with. Um, and what's John Shep like? There's a lot of questions in that one question. <laughs> like I said, lots of coffee. Uh, uh, um, well, first off, I don't work for Collider or Screen Junkies, so uh, um, – I'm just um, – I used to work for Screen Junkies, and I've actually never officially worked for Collider, uh, um, but I'm friends with everybody over there. So I've been on a lot of the shows, and I have a blast um, doing that type of stuff. Um, it's interesting because, especially in those groups, I'm still the nerdiest person, and I'm the most knowledgeable person <laughs> most most times, like even sometimes over John Schnepp. John Schnepp can get me in some of the weirder um, kind of Herbie more is. indie – art comics of the seventies or something like that. But like in terms of like most of the main superhero universes of the last 20 years, like I, I can usually, I can usually beat him and stuff like that in terms of that, uh, those type of things. Um, uh, it was fun. Uh, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time to do was the Collider Arrow show. So I'm glad that you're a fan of that. Cause that, I missed that show and I missed that group of people. Um, but yeah, it, it is one of those things that, I was definitely the, the sweatiest person of those people because I was able to predict a lot of the storyline simply because I read the comic books. And I still, I predicted exactly what was going to happen in the season four finale. And I remember when I pitched it to them, they were all like, you're crazy. And then when it happened, I literally, the episode was basically being like, I told you, I told you. Yeah. You were the guy to go to for that type of information. It was like, what is Jason even going to think what's going to happen next week on arrow, which, um, it's a good segue, man. Um, you know, when we get a chance to get you back, we should definitely have um, another episode for some of the DCTV, like when they come out. Um, 
a big fan of all the comic book television, actually. Who knew that? Yeah, we're in the dead zone somehow. right now. What's up? I said we're in the dead zone right now. Yeah, unfortunately. I thought that you said that you were in a dead zone like you didn't hear me. So oh, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, we're in the dead zone of the shows. Like, none of the shows are coming out. Yeah, um, and it, it's crazy. I think Legion and Gotham both creeped up to the top of my list, pushing down a lot of my favorite CW shows. But it's great television, man. Um, what's one of your favorite shows that's out there? I mean, the, my favorite show of the last season was Arrow, no doubt. Yeah. Arrow, yep. really ha- Arrow really had a renaissance in the last year, they, they took the show back to being about the emotional core of Oliver and making it about, he's just a dude with some arrows and it worked. It worked so much better than it should have. And it's crazy because arrow had just gotten off of two of its worst seasons. And I was kind of worried. I was really worried. I was worried the show was gone. I was worried like, Oh man. So we got two great seasons and that's all we get with the show. Okay. But uh, man, Arrow Season 5 was the best CW show. I thought it was the best superhero show of all the shows last last year, um, simply because it, it fulfilled what the show had promised in Season 1 and knocked out of the park. Absolutely. You could have jumped from Season 2, I mean, and not know a lot of what happens between 3 and 4, but to Season 5 and just – it just was so crisp. And I like, I like what you said. Like, it was condensed. And I feel like even though they had that huge team – it was much more street level and just like the whole magic thing with, with Damian Dark. A lot of it just got convoluted and um, I don't know. It got I, too I, much. I love last too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Um, uh, what? How do you feel? How do you feel about Gotham? Do you think that that's come a long way or do you watch it? Uh, I dip into Gotham here and there. Um, I still don't like it. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of Gotham, um, simply because Gotham for me has sort of turned into this thing where they just always want to do the craziest thing uh, for crazy mm-hmm. sake instead of the plot-based thing or the care. You know, they just they're like, what is? I feel the Gotham writers look at their 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 show as like, what is the most insane thing that we can do right now? And they're like, oh, okay, introduce the Joker, great. You know, does it make sense for Batman? No, but we don't care. Um, and that's how they write that show, which sometimes it works really well. Like, um, I do think they've cast the perfect Ra's al Ghul. Like, uh, Alexander Sadig from Deep Space yes. Nine is perfect casting for Ra's al Ghul. He's so perfect for casting Ra's al Ghul that I wish he had been Arrow's Ra's al Ghul instead of the man that we got. But I don't know. Gotham, I- I'm-, I'm really worried with Gotham because I, I knew from season one that Gotham was going to put uh, David – Mazus in that Batman suit early, and I'm betting betting money it happens next season that he's in some sort of black bat suit fighting crime. Well, I got, I, I'm hoping that they wait until he, he's uh, turning 17, I believe, this year. So I'm hoping it's like mm-hmm. the season after that, towards the end. Maybe he takes on like a Talon or a Talon style uh, mm-hmm. alias or something like that. I don't know. I actually I I completely agree with you, but for some reason the last season I figure they. I think they found their niche, but um, mm-hmm. either way, you know, it's just great to have all these television shows to watch from comic book was. If you told me back in the early 2000s that I would have a Gotham TV show, a Legion TV show, a new X-Men, not even the movies, I probably would have told you you were effing crazy. So it's just yeah, dude, especially uh, Yeah, especially think about it like this way. You're, you're correct. You're exactly correct on that. Think about it that, yeah, if you were to say to somebody in 2000, okay, 
um, in 2017, we're going to have, you're going to have a green arrow show and it's going to be successful. You're going to have a flash show where one of the main characters is Vi and it's going to be successful. You're going to have <laughs> a show called legends of tomorrow starring the Adam and it's going to be successful. And you're also going to have a Supergirl show uh, that has Jimmy Olsen on it, in it, and it's not ridiculous. Also, at the same time, you're going to have a Marvel show called Age of the Shield. Yeah, you're going to have Legion with an X-Men character that we don't even know about. And Daredevil and the Defenders are going to be teaming up on Netflix all at the same time. I think every, any comic book fan in the year 2000 would have been like, you're absolutely insane. Yeah, it was stuff that we talked about, like, as in, like, a, you know, we got sweaty about it. But, um, oh, man, I just love the era that we live in. A lot of people complaining out there on the Internet, which is what it's for, I, I, I feel like, half the time. But I think that we're living in such an amazing era, and I don't see any drop at all. But I'm going to pass to Kanan. He's going to ask you a couple questions, and then we're going to go into some sure. of the topics that happen at uh, Comic-Con. So, uh, Kanan, take it away, buddy. Appreciate it, Dane. Jason, uh, it's uh, awesome having you on the show, and uh, we missed you a couple weeks ago when Thank your wife you. was on, but we're glad that you was able to make some time and speak with us tonight. Um, so we're we're a week removed from Comic Con. Have you have you come down off your Comic Con high, or are you are you so used to it that you know you don't really get a high when you go? Uh, no, there's never any getting used to it, man. Um, it's more the thing of um, recovering from it, actually, like. There's a, there's a thing called um, con brain. Or you're not, well, yes, that's true. That's called the con crud. But there's, I, I 100% believe there is um, con brain where it's that you're so overwhelmed with just all the people and the noises and seeing all the cool stuff and just walking everywhere that um, you need some time to recover. Like your brain has, has to like shut down to be like, oh, I'm – quiet again it's it's quiet here wow um so like that's more the thing that i'm recovering for like uh, the thing about comic-con if you were asking me right now i i still think it was a really amazing time well since you're since you're a comic-con uh veteran where would you rank this year's comic-con with some in the past would you you know is it at the top at the bottom in the middle uh, just overall experience that's an interesting question because for me personally it was my best comic-con now, if you're just judging oh, wow. off of news, I kind of think last year might have beat it. Um, but um, for this year, yeah, this year personally was my favorite Comic-Con because um, it was the first year that I had a comic at Comic-Con. And uh, my, we had our comic Jupiter Jet there, and we sold 100 copies. We sold out. Uh, we got to announce the date of our comic book that's going to be in December. It's going to be in December in comic book stores. And so – for that, that was the point where I was like, oh, wow, like I now get to experience Comic-Con from this side, from the professional side uh, of making comic books. You know, that's where Comic-Con gets its name is from comic books. So that's why for personally this year, uh, this year knocked it out of the park. But I think last year in terms of announcements, like, I don't know, that Wonder Woman trailer last year and that Just League trailer at the same time and with the stuff that Marvel did, I think might have knocked it out of the park even further. Yeah, speaking of speaking of some of the the panels this year, uh, you know I'm a I'm a huge Superman fan, so I'm always looking for news about when you know when they're going to announce you know Man of Steel two. And there's there's been a lot of rumors and stuff, but we didn't we didn't see anything on the slate for Man of Steel two this year. In in your opinion, do you think that Warner Brothers is just doing this 
because of the status of Superman in Justice League uh, and that they'll wait till after? Or do you think that they're just wanting to go with these, you know, announced properties? Because, you know, they didn't announce a date for Wonder Woman at Comic-Con. It was, what, two or three days later that we mm-hmm. got the, the Wonder Woman 2 announcement. So in your opinion, do you think that that's something that they're waiting for? Or is it just uh, I do. That... I I do. I, I actually do think they're going to wait for it. I actually think we're going to get a lot more announcements after Justice League because Justice League is kind of almost holding that entire universe up in the air right now. Um, mm-hmm. I do think a man. Of, I do think Man of Steel two is going to happen in the next five years. Like I have no doubt about that. I don't know who's going to direct or anything like that, but I I do think they are. You could kind of tell that at Comic Con as well that they were trying to play everything close to the best because one of the uh, one of the a lot of the questions were like where was Henry Cavill and. And a lot of people thought that Henry Cavill was away because of, you know, them trying to keep that secret. But no, it was actually because he was filming Mission Impossible 6. So I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think they're going to play their cards close to their chest. I also think that DC, I think DC this year, especially Warner Brothers, might have learned the lesson. Um, because if you remember a couple years ago, they announced all these films. It was like Flash. It was like Cyborg. Uh, they, they basically did their Marvel slate, right? And we're two years yep. later into the slate. We don't have much of that slate going. Uh, we were supposed to have a Just League Part 2. We don't have that now. We were supposed to have a Flash by now. We don't have that now. The only movie that's in actual production right now is Aquaman. So the interesting thing about that is, is I think DC decided to be like, you know what, let's not cement ourselves into any kind of a schedule. Let's see how... Um, the 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 audience reacts to our announcements. Let's take a little bit slow because again, um, I've never been worried by any of the flash announcements. There's been this huge crazy thing about people like, oh, they lost another flash director. Oh, they lost another flash uh, screenwriter. Here's the actual truth of the thing: making a movie is extremely hard, and every movie goes through like seven or eight directors and seven or eight screenwriters. It happens on every single movie, and it's only been the last two years or three or four years that internet fandom has made it this big thing when somebody, when a director goes away from a movie and they're like, Oh my God, it's the end of the movie. No, it's not. It's just normal Hollywood making a movie. Um, yeah, it it yeah, happens exactly. all the time. I, yeah, exactly. And I think Warner Brothers has, has come a long way since last year because especially with what I they're agree. showing us uh, in their trailers, because I think everybody anticipated seeing some form of Superman in the trailer and they didn't show us that. In fact, the last they've showed us three trailers, and we still really don't know much about the movie. I think there's still so much that they haven't shown us. And then last year, you know, they showed Doomsday, and then everybody was like, why? Why would yep. they show Doomsday? And they showed the Trinity, and they're like, you just gave away uh, the, the two biggest things in the trailer. So I, I think Warner Brothers has definitely um, improved uh, on marketing and especially, you know, showing the trailers. Uh, yeah, I agree. My, my, and it's, it, it, it goes that oh, – sorry to interrupt you, but it, go, it goes that thing that um, Wonder Woman 2 wasn't in that original schedule either, and look at how much Wonder Woman – nobody could have predicted that Wonder Woman was going to blow up as much as it did, right? And then also, they also announced Suicide Squad too, and you know whatever your thoughts on Suicide Squad, I'm like right in the middle on it. Um, it made a lot of money. So you know, making that – putting that sequel in the schedule is also reacting to or, or, or listening to your audience a little bit more. So, you know, but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. No, I, I'm I'm one of the people that actually I enjoyed Suicide Squad for what it was. A lot of people disliked it, but I, you know, we got a lot of characters that we didn't think we would ever see. It was a fun movie. I mean, yeah, it had 
issues, but I, I really enjoyed it. But my other um, my other question was, what non-Marvel DC property are you most uh, anticipating? What are you most excited for? Oh, man, that's tough because I think about, like, what's out there. Um, ooh, that's tough because like, there's Invincible. You might have to remind me of some of them. I know there's the Hellboy reboot. And I know there's like the Invincible Seth Rogen movie. Bond uh, movie. Well, there. I, I mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, good I know Lord, we saw Bond. Ready Player One. Uh, and yeah, yeah, Ready Player One. I'm anticipating. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Between those, th- I'm. I guess I want to see Invincible because Invincible is the one that I love. That comic book. It's really good, and uh, it's one of those. I'll be interested to see it as a movie. I don't know whether Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are the right team to do it because I've been going back and forth on their preacher uh, adaptation. So I don't know if they're the right dudes to do it. I actually have been thinking for years that Invincible would work great as an animated Adult Swim movie or or, or like or, or ongoing series because you know you could do it the super bloody like the comic book is and and it could really fit in that universe. Um, so I think yeah, I'll go with Matthew Vaughn. I always thought that Matthew, uh, Matthew Vaughn, Vaughn would be a good director. Matthew Vaughn would be a great director for Invincible, but I think he'd be treading the ground of kick-ass a little bit too much. I actually think um, probably Matthew Vaughn is actually my choice for the next for Man of Steel too. Yeah, that's absolutely. That, that's who I want. I think he would nail. I think he would nail it. I enjoyed what he did with the first Kick-Ass. Uh, he did really well with First Class. I think he would. I think he would be true to Superman, and then we would, would not only get a great story, but we would also get. Uh, the level of action that we would expect from a Superman movie. So, yeah, Matthew Vaughn is definitely my choice as well. But, uh, Jason, that's that's all the questions I have for you right now. So I appreciate you uh, answering them. I'm going to pass it back to Dane as we get ready to jump into some more Comic-Con news. Cool. Yeah, man, we're going to go over a little bit of stuff. Uh, Just um, I want to mainly ask you about – I'm sorry for labeling you like a DC person. Obviously, you're like me with DC and Marvel, whatever. But the Justice League trailer was – we can both say amazing and so yeah. much fun. Um, and we got to see, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we got to see a little bit of uh, both Zack Snyder, obviously he's uh, recorded stuff and a little bit of Whedon's too, is what I'm assuming uh, meshed together. I actually doubt incredible. that, but go ahead. Do you, do you think that because of the fact that he's still currently doing the reshoots? Is that why? Yes. Do you, do you think, yeah, I, do you think I, that's I, all Zach? Oh, hundred percent. I actually do because just simply because of, I mean, now there could I could be completely wrong. Don't quote me on any part of this. I don't know, to be honest with you. But just in terms of production timelines and how long it takes to do CGI, I really doubt any part of that are reshoots. I have a feeling that is an entirely – the next trailer we see will be the first one Probably. that we can see with any reshoot things. Just because, like, man, CGI takes a long time. And especially when you, when you know, like, what companies go through to release a Comic-Con trailer and how – how much that trailer is vetted before they release it, especially at an event like Comic-Con, um, those shots, I guarantee you, have been finished for at least a month. Um, so, like, if you go by that, that means that every shot in there has to be a Zack Snyder shot. That makes sense. I was, I guess, thinking about the fact that how much, you know, how much reshooting they're doing and they've been doing and how Josh is trying to help out. I didn't, there was a lot of new material basically within the trailer, but uh, just your opinion, man, were you excited? And how did you like, were you, in, were you in Hall H? No, I wasn't. I actually, the funny thing about it, I didn't get to see the Justice League trailer until I came back from Comic-Con. 
<laughs> really? So, um, I didn't get I didn't get to see it until I came back on like Sunday afternoon. Um, I think I thought it was great. I loved it. I think it was the right tone. I think it showed it did the, the thing about it is that, that yeah, it was so different from the previous stuff we had seen. I think just showed us that we've only seen a fraction of that movie, which I think is another plus. Um, there was a lot of shots in there that as a comic book fan really made me super excited. Batman fighting a parademon, um, the yeah. red crisis skies. If you're any kind of DC fan, red skies means crisis. And the fact that the skies are mm-hmm. red. And then like, can we, can we all talk about how flipping freaking awesome Aquaman writing at surfing a parademon is? Yeah. Through a building. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't really think I'm a model to make that cool. And he had the hair yeah. flip at the end, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and then also, like, Cyborg uh, had a lot of really good moments in there, too. And I thought the suit looked a lot more finished in this trailer than it had. In, in previous yeah. trailers, it kind of looked rubbery. And in this trailer, it really looked like, oh, that suit's going to look cool. I thought the flash looked yeah, even better. Everything looked more crisp. Basically, agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really gonna, I'm really excited for the Ezra Miller's take on the Flash. Yeah, you know, it, the thing is, he reminds me. If I if I were to go back to the comics, uh, the way they're doing him is kind of like an amalgam of Barry, Wally, and Bart, because there's a lot of stuff that the way that he says stuff, I, I would expect Bart Allen to be that type of sarcastic, but also Wally's yeah. like you know, constantly talking shit a little bit, uh, more kind of like Peter. But, uh, you know, I, I like I like what they're doing. I'm very excited. I'm hoping that they get a Hal Jordan, and, I mean, they can do whatever. Uh, that's kind of close to his age, somewhat, just so that they can still have a personal relationship and then not be like, he's like my uncle or something like that, like a mentor thing. But um, I don't know, man. This movie, I think, is going to be jaw-dropping, amazing. Um, Kanan, what did you think about the trailer? Yeah, I, I you know, like I said earlier, I felt like it was it was cut – um, you know, it was edited much better than some of the the Batman v Superman trailers. I, I thought that it showed just enough new footage um, for us to get excited. But if you notice, you know, a lot of the footage was kind of in the same uh, area of the um, the trailers that we saw uh, previously. Uh, I agree. I, th- I think Jason. I really feel like I, I know people will go and, and they're going to love Wonder Woman. And they're going to love. Uh, Batman, and when Superman comes back, that's going to be a huge moment. But I really think that Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller are really going to uh, strengthen this movie and heighten it. I think people are going to walk out of there, and they're going to, especially Ezra Miller, because every trailer so far with him in it, he stood out. And just like you said, he's got the right bit of uh, his personality is just awesome. You know, he's sarcastic, but he's funny. Uh, and then you can even tell that he's, you know, sincere, that he, you know, he's there to help. And, you know, Cyborg, you know, you can feel his pain in a lot of the trailer. You know, I think this movie is going to be uh, very much a backstory for him as far as, like, a lot of the pain he's going to feel. So I, I thought it was great. I, I felt like, uh, you know, DC Warner Brothers, you know, really did a good job with it in, uh, in anticipation for the next one. I hope the next one I, – I feel like they shouldn't do any more trailers. Maybe a few more, you know, maybe some TV spots closer. But if they do another I agree one, with you. they don't. Yeah. Don't tip your hand. Yeah, I, I was always kind of the I, I, is the way I would I would feel about it too. I'd be like, yeah, don't 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 give us any more. You know, but you really you you did hit it right on the head when you said that, um, and you talked about um, the casting 
Like, Ray Fisher, Ezra Miller, all of them, I think, are so good. And think about guys, like, I think we have almost the perfect cast for a Justice League movie. Like, our trinity is great. I, I love Henry Cavill. Gal Gadot, Gadot is perfect as Wonder Woman. I like Ben Affleck's Batman. And then, yeah, from Absolutely. this trailer, it kind of it kind of seems like Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, and Ray Fisher are going to also as well knock it out of the park. Well, I, I just love it myself also. Just like, you know, go back to uh, Barry. I love that the movies, like I said, I made this amalgam. And they don't necessarily have to do the same thing as the comics because the TV shows are showing those different characters within there. I, I, I love that DC has two different universes going on at the same time and building. It's just, it's mind blowing just going back to it. But um, let's talk about some of these movies that got um, announced uh, for the future. Uh, we got Nightwing, Flashpoint, uh, Man of Steel 2, Justice League Dark, Green Lantern Corp, The Batman, and Batgirl. Um, out of those movies, uh, which one are you most looking forward to? Um, let's start off with Jason. My brain just paused. Uh, is Justice League Dark, Suicide Squad 2, Man of Steel 2, Flashpoint, and Nightwing? Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, and Batgirl. Okay. And Green Lantern Corp, right? Okay. And Green Lantern Corp, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, it's Nightwing. I'm a big Nightwing fan. Yeah. Um, I was, I've been excited ever since they showed the Robin suit in Batman v Superman. It was one of my favorite parts because, to me, I was like, oh, that proves that um, Nightwing's out in that universe since this is an older Batman, and I really like that, and this Nightwing can be like 30 years old. Um, I will say this as well. Um, I've heard the rumors that Nightwing might be in Justice League, that they might introduce him in this movie. Um, I would be... So beyond excited. I doubt they do it. But, yeah, Nightwing Man, to me, especially with the director, I forget his name, because he's the Lego Batman director, but he said that he uh, – They haven't ca- – He's actually – Yeah, thank he's, you. He's going to be on our show in the future. Yep. Oh, that's great. He's going to be cool, because I love that he was like, whoever I cast as Nightwing has got to do, like, acrobatic training and, like, love Nightwing as much as I love Nightwing. And I was like, hell yeah. And I've also had yeah. a bunch of people be like, oh, Jason, that's you. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go through the training. <laughs> that's awesome yeah I'm so, looking forward uh, to Nightwing but yeah definitely well. Nightwing there's a plethora if you will of amazing films to come I mean the fact that we're going to get a Whedon Batgirl movie is just crazy in itself uh, Kanan what out of these movies attracts your eyes the most I, I think for me it's Flashpoint because it it, it really asks, it, it, I bring up the question a lot of people bring up the question is is DC going to do this movie as a way to reboot certain things, or is this just going to be a movie? I mean, it was kind of, you know, we were all anticipating a Flash movie, but Flashpoint, we know that's Jeff Johns, uh, you know, Banner. That's one of his, you know, favorite comics. He he wrote it and did it. But it's just, you know, is this like, you know, kind of like WB's way of saying we're, we're um, rebooting things. But, uh, you know, I also am looking forward to it. Because I, I think I, sorry, be I, th- I actually think it's going to be Flashpoint and title only. Oh, just the title only? Yeah. It's well, like, you know, kind of like, like, what, like Civil War was? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I would I really like to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. So, uh, uh, and I know that uh, he's even uh, responded to people on Twitter and there's, you know, the mock-ups of him in the suit. And I think that'd be cool for Lauren Cohen to come back and, and be Joker. Um, 
you know, and then of course, you know, you got uh, Gal Gadot as you know Wonder Woman and Henry as Superman. I think that would be an interesting take if they go that way. Uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to to that. Of course, you know, Man of Steel too. But I think Justice League Dark, depending on the cast, uh, I think could uh, I think could be I think could be huge. But uh, but Flashpoint just because of you know you know the you know you know the repercussions of what could happen with it. Absolutely, man. I mean, it is going to be a big event, and a lot of people said that would never happen. And hey, it's happening. Hopefully, we can get a Christ on Infinite Earth and get all crazy and sweaty and get the TV and the movies a crossover, and then my brain explodes when I see it in the theaters. Um, I'm not quite sure. But uh, Jason, I know we only have you for a little more time. Um, see, let's go over the Infinity War trail. We'll get your reaction, and we'll get you out of here, man. And um, I, I had I don't know if you've been able to see any type of footage. You you said you were in Hall H, but literally in Infinity I, War I got a written description of everything that happened that I had to like be happy I, with. I mean, I'll be you. honest with you. Um, there is a leaked video and I have seen it. Okay, I so, did too, but I didn't I, want to admit that until you admitted that. I don't I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> they I mean Marvel should have just released the trailer. Come on, Marvel, you're killing uh, me. I know. But. It looks um, intense. Th- Thanos throws a moon, Jason. Can you believe that? Yes, I know. My, you know, my big, you know, I thought, I thought the trailer was fantastic. I thought it was good. I, I love that it's going to be the ultimate team-up movie. Like the idea of Thor being on the Milano is really cool. Um, there, I have two, I have two things about it that 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 worry me. One, I was a little disappointed that they basically spoiled that Thor doesn't die in Ragnarok. Um. Because I was like, I kind of thought that they might kill Thor and Ragnarok and maybe one of the Infinity Gems would resurrect him. Whatever. Okay, it's all cool. It's still cool that they meet the Guardians. Um, the other thing, um, I don't like Thanos' new costume. I really wish he had a little headpiece crown again. Yeah, because he just looks like a grown-up California raisin in it. But um, <laughs> he does. He's a grown-up California raisin if you look at him without that headpiece. Uh, but with on the other side... I think Cap with a beard looks so badass. And yep. and I, I like his new sort of, like, Infinity War costume. I mean, here's the thing. In, Infinity War, I think, is... Infinity War, I think, is going to knock our socks off. I think Infinity War is going to have amazing scenes. It'll be interesting to see if they're able to handle that a cast that big. Because there's, like, 64 Marvel characters in it or something like that. 104 yep, from what Scarlett Johansson said, I think. Yeah, so, but I'm kidding. from what they've show, what has leaked so far and what they've shown us, so far it seems like they're going to be able to do it. So, um, you like two thumbs up so far. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Kanan, real quick, um, how did you feel about the trailer? That you didn't well, see from what I saw, I, I yeah, I, I agree with Jason. I feel like I feel like what we what we've seen and what they've shown it definitely spoils Thor Ragnarok because we not only know that you know he doesn't die, but we also know what happens to him because we see him you know land on the spaceship of you know the Guardian. So we know something's going to happen to him at that end of the movie that sends him flying out into space for them to run into him. I, I agree. I don't know why they're going this this route with Thanos and the the no costume. You know they've done it in every movie that they've shown him in. Now all of a sudden they want him to wear this vest and and everything. I think he's going to be the highlight of it. But I, I'm still a little I'm still a little leery because Marvel's cut great trailers before. That first Ultron trailer was amazing, but that movie yeah, was very disappointing. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the 
the cool stuff that they showed in that trailer did not make it into the movie. So I'm, you know, also, you know, Scarlett Johansson said there would be 32 characters at one time on screen. How are they going to handle that? And also, is Marvel going to actually take a risk and kill characters and keep them dead? And don't I'm not counting Quicksilver because I don't even really know why he was in the movie. But, I mean, is this going to be it for Robert Downey Jr.? Or is this going to be it for Captain America? Are they really going to be able to to kill these stars and, and keep them dead, you know, you know, there we'll see. But the movie's going to be huge. I mean, I think this movie has a chance to blow Avatar out of the water, so. It's got a lot of things working for it. I mean, Disney does some crazy stuff, but that's a huge feat to be able to do with a movie I thought was pretty subpar to be able to get that accomplishment in the first place. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, we need to get Jason out of here, back into his busy life, and uh, once again, man, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we were wondering if you could do a drop for us uh, before you get out of here, something on the lines of, hey, it's Jason Inman, and thank you for listening to Geek Vibes Live or something like that, you know? Guys, you got it, sure. Uh, hey, it's Jason Inman from DCL Access, and, oh, wait, I'm sorry, so I should say th- thank you for listening to Geek Vibes, or, or, or I, I'll, I'll, here, uh, I'm just going to wing it, sorry. Do it, do it, do it. You got this. All right. Hey, I'm Jason Inman, and you're listening to Geek Vibes. It's geeky, and it's vibey. It's awesome. Thanks, man. That's that's really awesome. Did that work? And we appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, that that worked brilliantly. And, uh, you know, your your beautiful, charming wife, uh, Ashley, for being on the show in the past. Love to have two of you guys together, especially after some of the TV shows premiere. If you guys want to come back on and definitely join our community at Geek Vibes Live. Geek Vibe Nation, or Geek Vibe Nation is a community on Facebook. And Geek Vibe Nation, definitely go on Kickstarter and check out Jupiter Jet uh, and, and fund them. Uh, they're making some amazing comics between Jason and Ashley um, and y- Yell's friends Ben. And uh, definitely want to give, you know, help out co- comic artists, help out the art. And uh, Jason, um, thanks for coming on again, man. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I hope to come back soon when I have more time. Absolutely. We'd love to have you for an hour. It would be great. A lot of fun. Just getting sweaty. Thank you so much, fellas. Yeah, totally. All right, buddy. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, cool. All right. Well, that was a fun interview with uh, Jason Edmond, who's a really cool dude, and uh, we had a, a good time talking to him. Uh, just about stuff that's coming out. Uh, well, you know, for both him, well, like I said, Jupiter Jet Comic. Remember to check that out, guys. If you like comics and you want to help out artists, especially on the indie level, definitely check that out. Kickstarter and, you know, fund some money for them. Um, we already threw in ourselves. So just keep this up. Let's get this community going. And uh, we're going to have Jason on, hopefully, Ashley again uh, soon in the future. And, of course, I want to thank my co-host tonight, Kanan. did a great job, buddy. It was a lot of fun. Uh I hope you have a good uh, Saturday night. Yeah, it was great. I appreciate it. I thought Jason uh, was an awesome guest. He was very insightful. And, uh, you know, that's it's the perfect conversation with someone that can disagree with what you like or what you dislike and it still be a uh, adult conversation. So people out there, you can dislike something or like something and still be friends. And no kidding. And, you know, that, that's the great thing. The one thing I loved about Jason and the – you know, what, what I've seen from past stuff on uh, different programs with them 
is that he is passionate about comic books like me and you are. Like, you know, he knows his stuff, and that's always fun to have someone that's kind of like on that level with you. Uh, but, yeah, uh, just definitely keep on listening, guys. we got a lot of great shows in the future, um, you know, and a lot of great guests to come. So try to have an amazing Saturday night, and join us next time on Geek Vibes Live. Good night, everybody. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.